0: Father, we're so grateful to you today for your presence among us. We sure thank you. We bless you. We bless your name. We thank you for the praise and the worship. We thank you for the, the people of God around the world. We thank you for the nations to whom we go and the ministry of the gospel that you've given us for our brothers and our sisters around the world. We truly love them and bless them and long to see them. So I ask that you would keep them keep them in in peace, perfect peace with their minds stayed on you. In Jesus name. I also pray today for for this nation. I pray for this nation of America who has been a beacon of freedom, of light, of mercy, but has become a hypocritical nation, or rather it has been exposed. And many of of us are heartbroken today because of rampant injustice, And it's not a new thing but it is a revealed thing but I pray that this nation will live up to all of its creeds if, an, if America does not live up to all of its creeds there's no reason why she should be the leading nation of the world and Lord I believe as I stand here today that you're saying that America must repent if she does not repent, and that means from the president on down. That if she doesn't repent, there's no reason for you to leave her where she is. And Lord, that shakes all of us. We don't know what it would be like to live in a nation and live in a world where our ideals were trampled, not by others, but by our own leaders, by our president by our Congress, by our Supreme Court, by our governors, mayors, and county judges across the land. It's been trampled on by preachers in the pulpit. Yes, it's been trampled on by missionaries. It's been trampled on because we've had an idea of Christianity, but it was Americanism. It was not Christianity. It was not Christ-centered. And I pray for our nation because my heart aches. I was always taught, Lord, from my youth to be a patriot, to respect the flag, and always stand at attention. And you know, Lord, I used to stand at attention in my home when baseball came on. But our hypocrisy has reached the heavens. I know our hypocrisy has reached the heavens. Our hypocrisy has reached the heavens. And I believe that it is not what men would have us believe, but I believe that you have removed your hand a bit, just as, as slightly. And we are seeing that we have chaos that we can't handle because you've just moved your hand slightly. What if you were to move your hand altogether? I pray today, I pray today that church leaders around the world who have not taken godly positions. I pray, Lord, that you would remove them even if it is me. I pray that you would not allow them in the visible church to make a sham and a mockery of Christianity, that for which your son Jesus Christ died. Lord, you know I never wanted to take this position, never wanted to be here. I just want to tell everybody about Jesus a sweet savior that I have found who has taken me from low places to high places who will save a wretched sinner and make him a saint, but many many have not taught that, they have not been that have led us to come to a church a church that is not Christ-centered, that is focused on America and not Americans focused on political ideology and not Christology I pray today in Jesus' name that you would shake every leader. Every leader of the church, as the visible church, and remove them from their offices unless they repent, I pray. For they have, as I said, make, made a mockery, Jesus. Father, they've made a mockery of that blood-stained banner that we hold up. that That old rugged cross that we look to for salvation. They've made it about political parties and sham ideologies. And they don't think about their brother until it's politically fashionable to do so. They've not voted for their brother, they've voted for their own interests. There was a time, Lord, when, when many said, don't vote your pocketbook. Vote the principles. And we voted the principles and they have abandoned it and now they vote for their pocketbooks. I ask you in the name of Jesus that you, you be strong as it were on behalf of the suffering, the hurting, not only in America but around the world. Lord, I thank you. I thank you for, for having caused me to be born here. though. Many of us African-Americans and other minorities have suffered in silence because we didn't want to be offensive to our brothers and our sisters of other races. We've suffered in silence. We have believed that you would somehow do something not to hurt those who have hurt us, but to save them. And now our children and our children's children live in pain and in fear. I ask you, Jesus, to have mercy upon us. Have mercy upon the church because the church is the problem. The church is the problem. Not your church, but the visible church. And now with the murder of George Floyd, the whole world is looking at America and seeing our underbelly, our Terrible foul underbelly. As one of your servants said, the system is not broken. And I quote him, the system is not broken. This system is doing exactly what it was designed to do, and that is to oppress people. Even our Christian brothers have voted for our oppression. What a shame. And so the whole world sees. The secret is out. The elephant in the room is being addressed. The elephant in the sanctuary is being addressed. And so, I shall not be silent. I shall not be silent because heaven is not silent. I shall not be silent because heaven is on tiptoes. I've preached that we should be on tiptoes waiting on you to come. I believe you're on tiptoes now, waiting to come to deal with all injustices. And I pray that the church, many in the church, who have been on the fence of injustice and in, and intolerance, those who have been on the fence of racism, I pray that you would deal with their hearts and cause them to repent and not worship with us, with me, with others. Worship with the same God as it were, but not vote to help, help the plight of the poor, the underserved, the. The downtrodden those who have no way out I pray that you would change all of that Lord. I pray that you would see see our plight the plight of poor and suffering people not only here in America but around the world I pray Lord God in Jesus name that you would do something speedily and to make us truly one For how can I be one if I don't love my brother next to me how can I really be a part of the body of Christ if I don't care about the suffering of the body how can I say that I'm truly pro-life it's just a sham we're pro unborn we want people to be born but once they're born we do things that don't help the born we bring them here and we in a sanctimonious way we say I'm pro-life but no we're pro-birth we're not pro-life because we can see our brothers destroyed and not do anything, not say anything, not feel anything. I'm asking you to have mercy on America today. Lord, I don't want to talk about it. I'm praying about it. And then I'll do something about it. I'm asking you, Lord, don't let the conversation be changed. I pray you'd help me because the conversation is being changed. George Floyd was brutally murdered by people who were supposed to protect him and arrogantly killed him. And now many are, many are now rising up because I think it's the popular thing to do when they saw those little white kids and those little brown kids marching with, with black folks and, and saying enough, they, were, they probably were secular, worldly. I believe they were worldly. Well, where is the church? The church is following. You, you've made us the leader. And I ask you, Jesus, as I stand here at this podium, have mercy upon our hypocrisy and change us I'm asking you to do it Jesus change me you change me make me what you want me to be I'm asking you to do that I'm asking you to cause a day to come when our young boys and our young girls can leave home and we're not worried about a rogue cop I say a rogue cop because there are many good ones, many good ones. But sometimes, just like in the church, the good policemen are silent. In the church, the good people are silent. We don't want to make waves. The waves are already there. So I ask you, Father, in Jesus' name, to do something about it. Comfort the George Floyd family. Comfort them. And don't let ungodly men do more for godliness than we do. Don't let them do more for righteousness than we do, more for peace than we do. We are the church of the living God. We are the city set on a hill. We are the light of the world. We are the salt of the earth. But if the salt has lost its savor, wherewith shall it be saved? It, it has nothing. It's good for nothing. It has no saving ability. It's to be thrown out and trodden underfoot by men. Lord, this is my prayer for my country. This is my prayer for George Floyd and his, his family and the Briannas of the world and all the others, the Falando the, uh, Castillos of the world, brutally murdered for no reason, except somebody didn't like them, didn't like the color of their skin. I stand here Not as a black man today, but as a a man of God today. Though my skin is black. I'm a man of God today. And you've undoubtedly called others to cry out and shout out, but they were too silent. And that's why I stand here, because they were too silent.